Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Welcome, everyone, to Small Business Survival Conversations. I'm here with my colleague, Anna Steinfest. Hi, Anna. Hello, everyone. Today, we want to uh, add to your thoughts about the planning process and action plans. We know that you're thinking about the future and the different directions your business may go, but the importance of doing that, getting there effectively, I guess I'd say, is is having an action plan from which you're working that that has a shorter time focus. So some some thoughts we want to add to your understanding of an action plan. I think we start with the need for details, right, Anna? That's correct. And we want to share with you some steps you can add to your arsenal to make sure that you are successful. 2023, January, I think all of us are thinking how we can be more productive or be more efficient, anything. And how do we do that? So today we want to share with you kind of our five steps we identify. And number one, like Michael said, is like you have to list a concrete details for each action. We should say that if you have a task, you have to break down all the action steps you need to make sure that you accomplish that particular task. Let's say, for example, we wanted to, to plan a social media strategy. Now we can lay out the task. How do we set up that social media strategy that we obviously haven't been following effectively in the past? There's a lot of detail, details of that. We might assign them to different people, but we need to know what those things are, those steps to be taken. That's the detail. That's going to tell somebody else what they need to do to get this done. It is important. And once you identify and you break down this large task, we'll say, to all these little action steps you need to complete to finish that, what you do is you assign a timeline. Mm-hmm. when every step needs to be completed. And a lot of times it may be chronological, like you have to do this in January, this February. For example, like Michael, I will continue with the conversation Michael just said about setting up a strong social media strategy. You have to like, are you hiring a social media company? Or if you're hiring, what kind of return on your investment you you would like? And probably go back and say, what is your bottom line? What do you want to accomplish with this social media strategy? Do you want to have more followers? Do you want to increase more customers? Or maybe you're going to introduce to the market on a new product that you want to sell. The point here is here we have a timeline. We have to figure out when these things happen on that timeline because the production has to get ready for putting that product available on the market. And they want to know when is this social media plan going to produce some results so that we can ramp up our production to match it. So that's why we have this timeline. Everybody has to live from this timeline, from production to design to whoever's implementing the social media plan itself. It all, And that might be two people out of our firm or for a small firm, but nonetheless, we have to have this detailed in front of us. And you have sometimes due dates when the project needs to be completed. And I don't know about you, but I don't like to have sleepless nights 
few nights before the project is due. I rather spread my work through some period of time. So that's where you break down and again, put it on a simple Excel spreadsheet. That, that spreadsheet then allows us to do something else that's important here. And that's to designate designate the resources that need to go with this, let's say, social media plan. Uh, we're going to have to assign some, a person to it. That's a resource. We're going to have to sign maybe some dollars to be invested in it, other materials. Maybe there's some people we have to tap on here and there for in, input advice, but they're not a, a regular part of our trying to do this plan. So we need to, to designate who's involved and at what level and how much. And and then to designate who do we want to communicate with where we are in this plan. So the head of production needs to know when should they start ramping up in hopes that this plan is successful in drawing customers to our new product, let's say. All of these are issues of accountability. So we're designating resources and people because we have to hold people accountable for helping get this done within the time frame we've just talked about. Absolutely. And sometimes you have to consult with uh the CPA or a banker you work with. If you need more money for this particular project, if you need funding to establish some of these production lines or working capital, you need to make sure that you consult with your bankers or you inform. Right now, I know that a lot of there's a lot of hype in the news that we may be going in recession. If you start slowing down, we advise you that you talk to your banker and you tell them, hey, this is this is what I'm expecting. My sales will go down, but these are the actions I'm steps I'm going to take. Start informing some of these stakeholders to make sure that they know what you're doing. Because trust us, it will be easy if you do that ahead of the recession. During the recession, they will not bother you. They will know that you, you, you kind mean- of overview and you have a plan B if something doesn't go your way. Yeah. And we have done a lot of pod, a lot of podcasts on that topic, but I just wanted to bring this one when we talk about inform. And the next step, we want to make sure that you establish a follow-up and measurement process. It's extremely important. Go back and measure and track the implementation of every step. And and you can't track it if, if there isn't a measure you all agree on that tells you this step has been done or that that task has been completed. So we're doing two things here. We're saying you have to meet regularly on it. And I'm an advocate for a, at least a monthly meeting. And, and Anna will suggest a little bit later, I think probably sometimes in some cases, even more frequently than a monthly meeting. But we have to meet because if you don't talk about the plan, the plan dies because you aren't looking over it on a consistent, regular basis. So we have to meet about it and we have to have measurements that we can all say, okay, that's done. That's lagging behind. That's not where it should be. What are we going to do to fix it? Those are the kinds of conversations we have to have. And that's what a measurement does for us. It it gives us something to worry about. Yes. And Michael was right. I will suggest, especially for small business owners, that you should review this weekly (laughs) because we're ourselves And usually what I do is like Friday at night before I close my computer. Well, I'm not saying that I will not be working Saturdays and Sundays for some of us. Um, But before you close your computers on on Friday, just review where you're at with all the action steps. Maybe something changed during this week and impacted some of these action steps. You have to be 
agile <laughs> and change and shift some things around and maybe you need to add additional step into this action plan to make sure that you accomplish this particular task on time. And, and then something else I, w- I want to go back and touch on too. Well, we're in that situation. I'm, it's end of the week. End of the week. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're a little bit behind on this. I'm not sure if we're going to be where we need to be for production to pick up what they need to do. But I need to also let the vice president know that we're a little bit behind. I want to do it now as I'm seeing it evolve rather than wait later thinking, oh, maybe I'll catch up and I won't have to say anything. No, bad idea. Let the president know or the vice president know. you got to communicate outside your little team and your little effort early rather than late. Better better to say we're struggling and might we need another resource or we need a little more time than to go in with your hands behind your back and beg for the failure you've experienced later on and nobody knew it was coming. So communicate more rather than less. And that kind of goes to the last piece here as well, doesn't it? And that's how do we keep this plan dynamic? An action plan isn't written in stone, Michael, so it can change and it should change. Maybe some of the steps may be deleted. So review it often and change it if you have to. One of the risks of human beings is we, we communicate a lot and we like to get things down on paper. And then we think that's really special and thus it can't be changed. It becomes biblical. Uh, once it's said, it must be true. No, that's not the way plans work. So you've got to be ready to change them. If the market changes, if uh, economic conditions change, as Anna said, maybe a recession is, is coming our way, we've got to be willing to change our action plan to fit the circumstances it's in. And that means it has to be flexible. And then it'll help you. And there we are. Should we recap, Anna? Absolutely, Michael. So we we want to develop an action plan to guide us towards a, a longer strategic future. And that means we're going to get details into the plan so that everybody knows what they're supposed to do. That's why we put in details. What about a timeline? You have to put a timeline. And then don't forget, we talked about the designated resources. Yes. That will keep everyone involved in the process accountable. And what kind of support you need to provide if you have employees. And then we need to meet monthly on this plan so that we know it's moving along. And in some smaller businesses, you're going to want to meet weekly. You're going to have measurements everybody understands so that you know that you're on track and where you should be. And finally, be prepared to change things as conditions change. There you go, folks. Work with those five pieces and you'll get better at your action planning. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening. 